It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and the mic taking up until 7 o'clock today. On this ninth day of September, 6.06 on the clock and 85 degrees and sunny outside here in southeast Ohio. The Sportsman presented by J&K Contracting. And it's a good Wednesday as it's one day away from the NFL starting off their season. It is two days away from our Athens County Game of the Week. And, of course, the Athens game right here on 970 WATH. It'll be Brad Walker and Matt Frazee covering that game as Athens hosts Marietta. That'll be a 6.50 pregame and, of course, 7 o'clock start. Of course, last week we had a little bit of troubles getting that up on the air at the correct time. But, hey, uh, we got it for this week. We'll make sure we'll have that 10-minute pregame for you. Brad does a nice job going out, doing the calls and getting stuff. But uh, then over on WXTQ, Power 105, of course, it will be Trimble's home opener against Belpre. That is our Athens County Game of the Week, and you can hear that over on 105.5 FM, WXTQ. Myself and Heath Clemens will be out there, and then we'll rush back to the studio and get ready for a football Friday night postgame show. Uh, of course, we'll have Joey Medor hosting that with uh, myself or Brad, whoever gets back here first, it'll, it'll be a, a rush uh, back to the studio. But it should be good, and it should be uh, an exciting weekend, especially with what's happening on Sunday as Joe Burrow will make his first start as QB1 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and that should be a, a great, great day and uh, anticipating that and you know, hoping to you know, watch some, some good quality football out of the Bengals this year. Uh, and, of course, we'll, we'll break down football a little bit tomorrow. And one of the ideas that I had from earlier today, and I know it might be a little bit late and I might be a little bit crazy, but just as a fun thing that we can do here on the sports fan and something that we can do here at the station is we can open up a fantasy football draft. And with the draft, you know, we could have anybody who's listening out there today, maybe the first 12, the first 15 uh, either callers or somebody who goes out, and uh, you can email me at Connor M C O N N O R M at WXTQ.com. Uh, if you're interested in joining the draft, I got to set it all up. I think we're going to go through ESPN and we can uh, do a fantasy football draft, but something to kind of engage and get ready, and we can talk about it here on the Sports Fan as we go across the landscape and the NFL season. Uh, I think it could be something fun. Of course, there'll be no payment. You don't have to worry about paying in. It's something totally just for fun that you can go out and do. Uh, and, and then we'll talk about it. We can uh, call, discuss fantasy football on the air as the football season goes along. Of course, we'll figure out whoever drafts Joe. Uh, but I think that'd be something kind of fun that we can do together and we can get ready to go uh, for this football season. I think unless somebody has an opposition to it, uh, that's what we will do. And we can do that after the sports fan tomorrow around 7 o'clock. So make it like 7-10, we, we can do a football fantasy draft uh, through ESPN, and, and uh, we can sign up for that. But, again, if you're interested in doing that, you can call up the station. We'll talk off air or we'll talk on air about fantasy football as we get ready for this football season at 740-592-6646. Uh, but if you're interested, I think it would be a neat thing. Of course, we'll also post it on our social media accounts over on our WXTQ sports group and uh, on Twitter if you want to join it. Again, just for fun, uh, no money involved. It's just, uh, you know, for bragging rights this year. One of the things that we did last year, and I think the Athens Messenger did it last year with Arkley and Wiseman and 
uh, a couple other guys. I think a couple guys from SEO, and of course Troy was a part of it. But they did a uh, a pick, right? They they picked the teams and they they kind of ran with that uh, over the last year. I think Troy was a three-time winner. Maybe he was looking to three Pete. I can't remember what how many times he won, but I believe Wiseman beat him out last year. Uh, so it, since that's not happening, why don't we just try to do something our own? Uh, we could do this fantasy football draft. And again, Connor M C O N N O R M at W X T Q. If you're interested in joining, I'll get it all set up after the sports fan here today. Uh, but something fun, something unique uh, that we can kind of get together and do. Of course, it's virtual, so why not? Uh, in this virtual landscape that, that we are in right now, um, looking forward to it. We can enjoy it. We can, uh, we can go through the season and, and do it. Uh, but if you're interested, call up, talk about it uh, as, as the sports season goes along. 740-592-6646. Uh, but as of right now, what we can do and what we can try to do here uh, is entertain and get ready for this football season, right? We'll have our football preview show with Joey coming up tomorrow. Uh, we'll break down the, all the divisions. We'll break down AFC, NFC, and, and really get going on that as you know, football season starts tomorrow. Uh, it'll be the Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs are expected to win that game, especially after Texans uh, traded away DeAndre Hopkins. So now it's just Deshaun Watson in his show as he tries to you know, figure out what he can do with this stripped-down Texans team. But that game uh, will be on tomorrow night. Of course, coming on later tonight at 745, it'll be the pregame show for the Cincinnati Reds as the Reds yet again try to get something going here in this season. They, they just got to – they're not out of it, which – at this point of the season, if you're under 500 and if you're not close last year, we wouldn't even be talking about it, right? We mentioned, all right, this was the score for the Reds. But now, you know, they're still in it. They're still in a playoff race, and they're still worth mentioning. Uh, but Cincinnati Reds they just could not hit last night. 3 nothing was, was the loss to the Cubs. Uh, you had the pitcher Alex Mills for the Cubs going strong and got the job done. That's really all it takes. Mix, uh, Mills pitched six sharp innings, and David Bode drove in two runs. Cubs beat the Reds three to nothing. Uh, it was a wet and windy, cool night at Wrigley Fields. Mills only permitted four hits, struck out six, and walked three in his first win since August 24th. Julian Underwood Jr. and Ryan Tepera each got three outs before Jeremy Jeffers finished the five-hitter for his sixth save. And again, uh, the Reds just could not hit. Uh, and that, that's been the story for, for them all season long. We mentioned that they had some success against Mills in the first time that the Reds faced him in the second time. Uh, but in the third time, third time's a charm for uh, Alec Mills on the Cubs, beating the Reds last night again 3 to nothing. And tonight it's going to be interesting because the Reds still don't have any hitting, right? I mean, they still cannot hit the ball. Uh, but the throwing out what I think he's defined himself as the ace of the staff tonight in Trevor Bauer. Bauer with a 2.05 ERA, 61 strikeouts. He's in a Cy Young contention, I think. Uh, but he's 3-3 three and three on the season. But a 3-3 three and three win-loss in this day and age does not matter. Uh, but Trevor Bauer will be going out there on the mounds and opposing him a little bit more of a, a solidified Cy Young candidate for this year, Hugh Darvish. Darvish 7-1 with a 1.44 ERA. That leads the National League. That's the lowest ERA at 1.44. And then 63 strikeouts. The only other pitcher in, in MLB uh, that you could say is either on par or better would be Jacob DeGrom of the New York Mets. 
Uh, but Hugh Darvish is having a special year, and against a team that really has not been able to hit, well, it is what it is. You know, it, it, I anticipate Darvish to, to go out here and, and mow through the Cincinnati Reds lineup. If he does not, if the Reds kind of spark a rally, I'd be happy because I'm a Met fan, and that puts DeGrom in clear sight contention for three years in a row now. But that doesn't matter. You know, Hugh Darvish is a tremendous pitcher. He's having another, another great year for the Cubs, and he's facing a lineup that's barely hitting over 200. They got Votto at 244. You got Eugenio Suarez at 199. That's your power hitter. That, that's, you know, your power hitter's got to hit at least 250, maybe 240. If you really want him to work and really want to do something. Mike Moustakis, you spent a lot of money on him. He's batting 235, three home runs. Shogo Akiyama, still acclimating here in, uh, in MLB, batting 210. They got Brian Goodwin out in center field, batting a buck 88. Tucker Barnhart. And for a catcher, I get it, right? Not every catcher is really going to hit for power, not going to hit for average. You're not really going to have you know, a Buster Posey on a team or a Yadier Molina. But Tucker Barnhart, tremendous defensive talent. I'll give him a pass with batting average. I'll give him a pass with whatever he does at the plate. But this is a National League team now that has a designated hitter. I mean, you're supposed to see these numbers go up. It's just gone down for the Reds. And it's, it's just a total 180 from what you expected from the Cincinnati team. It's unfortunate that, that their season has gone this way. But again, you got to have that sense of optimism because they're not out of it. You know, the majority of the teams in MLB this year are going to make it to the playoffs. And if they make it to the playoffs, then you don't know what else could happen. Right? So while I sit here and while I say the Reds have not been able to hit, while I say that they have not had a bullpen, they still got a chance. They're still in the season, and it's still worth watching, especially with you, Darvish, and Trevor Bauer going out. We're still uh, worth listening to right here on 970 WATH. Uh, but they got to turn it around. They got to turn the season around, and they got to happen fast. Uh, Dick Williams, the uh, operations oversight general manager of uh, you know, the Cincinnati Reds yesterday was saying, well, they have confidence in this team. They have confidence in coach and manager David Bell. However, if he does not change things around, it's going to be a rough season for them. But we'll talk a little bit more about football. We'll talk a little bit more about the MLB. Of uh, course, with the Indians, Indians lose to Kansas City. We'll talk about it. And, of course, our phone lines are open. If you got something going on, or even if you don't, you feel like calling up the station. Our phone lines are open. 740-592-6646. 740-592-6646. The number to call in right here on the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Atomic Credit Union has been named a best in-state credit union by Forbes magazine for the third consecutive year. Based on trust, terms and conditions, branch and digital services, and financial advice, Atomic Credit Union is your trusted, local, full-service financial institution. Visit us at any of our 13 branch locations or online at www.atomiccu.com. 
lieben Glauben Globen. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, oh, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. At Siemens Grocery, where you can do a week's shopping in 15 minutes. Get you in, get you out. That's why Siemens pays attention to how they organize their products. Everything you need for that weekend cookout or that quick dinner is close at hand. Siemens may not be the size of those big box stores, but that's a virtue. You won't be walking around searching for your groceries. Go in, find what you need, and get back to the grill while the fire's hot. Siemens Grocery, 305 West Union Street, Athens. Mary's Dog House has been serving up delicious hot dogs, milkshakes, and more since 1972. Everything is made from scratch using the finest ingredients, and the friendly staff loves getting to know the customers. Come enjoy their 99-cent dessert special every weekend, and don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Go to Larry'sDogHouse.com for their full menu, follow them on Facebook, or better yet, stop in for some great food. Larry's Dog House, 410 West Union Street, Athens. Too many choices can be overwhelming. Hmm, do I get the sausage biscuit or sausage McMuffin? It's called choice overload. But McDonald's makes breakfast easy. Just mix and match two of your select faves like any size soft drink or southern style sweet tea. Sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, or hash browns for just $2. Okay, so I'm ordering the sausage biscuit and... Start your morning at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ballot and product served. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It is the Sports Fan on this ninth day of September right here in the studios at WATH. Mills on the mic taking you up until 7 o'clock today. And then the Reds pregame coming your way at 745. Uh, 15 years ago today... Uh, something special happened in Peden Stadium. Of course, the Bobcats beat the uh, Pitt. The Bobcats beat Pitt by a score of 16 to 10. That was the first nationally televised game right here out of Athens, Ohio. And what a win for Coach Frank Solich and his crew. Of course, if you remember back, it was Dion Byram who picked off uh, the Pitt quarterback and ran it all the way back for a touchdown, securing the win uh, against them back in 2005. But Ohio 16, Pitt 10, this day 15 years ago. Uh, that's crazy to, to even think about. I mean, 2005, what, what a, I would have been seven years old at that time. But it's been 15 years since Ohio beat Pitt. Uh, and it's been, this would have been the 15th, 16th season for Coach Frank Solich. And it was his birthday yesterday as he turns another year older. He's turned this program around and... You know, it was disappointing to see and disappointing to hear that you know, Mid-American Conference and the Big Ten will not be having their seasons here in the fall. Uh, there's been some communication between politicians and Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, and they've been trying to talk and figure out, is there a feasible way to bring back football this fall for the Big Ten? And right now the answer is no. You know, right now Kevin Warren has not been responding to you know, the politicians and, and trying to figure out what happened. Uh, but you know, right now he's trying to focus in on how to bring that back football as quick as possible. 
And for Kevin Warren right now, you know, they're trying to tap into all their resources and figure out, you know, is there a feasible way to bring back football this fall? Um, the Pac-12 feels like they can bring back football in a, a safe and secure manner. Uh, but the one thing that I don't want to see get pushed to the side, right? Why is it that, you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, all of a sudden, you know, when they cancel their seasons, that everybody goes running to them and like, hold on, hey, here's some help, here's whatever. Mid-American Conference and a couple other of the uh, group of five conferences cancel. And then it's like, all right, well, they canceled, so we'll wait for them in the spring. Listen, if, if you're going to reach out and try to help bring back football for one conference, you got to help and bring back football for everybody, right? I mean, that's only fair. And I get it. You know, the MAC is not as big as the Big Ten. I get it. But I want to see, you know, fair, fair play, fair opportunity for these players because it's not just Ohio State players that don't get to play their senior year this year. You're also talking about Ohio University players that don't get to see and, and have their senior season in the fall in a normal esque atmosphere. Uh, but as of right now, Big Ten still will not play football this fall. As of right now, Pac-12 might play a little bit later on, maybe December, maybe November. At the earliest, I doubt it. But you just got to wait and see for, for Pac-12, Big Ten, if they come back in the spring. And, of course, with the Mid-American Conference, I got to imagine the MAC and other, other conferences will be, if they don't have their season this fall, they got to be coming back in the spring. Uh, but then that's another turnaround. That, that's a quick turnaround from the spring season of 2021 to the fall season of 2021. And would that be fair? To the athletes that are trying to go out there and have a season and get ready for maybe the next level if they're extremely talented and, and are fortunate enough to get drafted. But as of right now, that, that, that answer is right now no. You know, they, they cannot go out there and, and play. Uh, what's fortunate enough for us is that we do have high school going. We're able to safely have high school sports, and that's always a fortunate turnaround for us here in Southeast Ohio. And again, I mentioned it at the top of the program, but if you're interested in knowing what games are happening when, uh, we've got Athens for you right here on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. You can also listen live on our live stream. You can go to WXTQ.com backslash listen. And when you do that, you can select, you can find whichever one it is, WATH live stream. It's labeled there for you. But if you go to the website, it'll be the second live stream down. And then, of course, if you're listening to the game of the week, that will be Trimble hosting Belpre. Uh, that is also, again, wxtq.com backslash listen or 105.5 FM over the air. And, of course, following that would be the Friday night, uh, the Hugh White of Athens, Hugh White Honda of Athens and Lancaster football Friday night postgame show. Uh, but those are uh, where you can hear it, where you can listen. And then, of course, a postgame show following the Athens County Game of the Week. And for three weeks now, it's still been, uh, still been Trimble. And they've been good games. It's been a close game. Trimble won by three points last week against Eastern, 10-7. to And the Tomcats, the youthful Tomcats, beat the more experienced Nelsonville York Buckeyes, uh, 34-28. So it's been two good game of the weeks. Um, and it should be a, a good week uh, coming up this week. See what Belpre can do. Belpre's still looking for that win. Uh, they, they got a win last week, but they're trying to get a win against Nelsonville uh, and get a win against Trimble. But we'll see. we got to wait and see. Should be two exciting games. Looking forward to those games. Uh, but back to the college level. One interesting thing that I saw today, and Trevor Stevens sent me this tweet earlier on, and it was a, a report that's coming from John Rothenstein. Uh, John Rothenstein, he's a, uh, a writer 
for CBS Sports. He's a, an in, insider for college basketball. And the one thing that he said today, he tweeted it out at around 10.04 in the morning. He says, according to a source, the ACC will propose that every single team in Division One will make the 2021 NCAA tournament. That's a lot of teams. You're talking about men's and women's basketball. Every team making Division One tournament. Now, while that would have helped the Bobcats on the women's side this year, would have helped them last year and you know, probably the year before that, I mean, that, that would have been great having those uh, those girls have a chance to go out there and perform at the highest level in D1. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's just a lot of teams going out and competing. And we think that there's a lot of teams in the state of Ohio doing the, uh, the football postseason because it's up to each individual team whether or not they want to make the postseason this year for high school sports uh, in, in football. But right now, it's if the ACC gets their way, and I'm not opposed to it. I mean, that's a lot of teams making the Division One tournament. That's going to be a lot of eyes on the Division One tournament uh, coming up. I mean, forget about March Madness. You're, you're talking about maybe February. You know, uh, the February frenzy. What about that? But 128 single team elimination. That just be. That's a lot of teams going out there, right? Because you got a, a second seed going against a 127th seed. That'd be entertaining. I mean, I'd probably watch it, especially if the Bobcats were in it. I'd watch it if OU was in. I'd watch it, you know, maybe not in the other rounds. Maybe I'd, I'd watch a couple other teams, but I'd, I'd be focused on whatever Ohio's doing uh, and, and if they make it. But uh, that's just, it's it's a maybe maybe the top five in every conference, right? Maybe the top six potentially in Division One. But to ask for 128 teams or more in, in that tournament, that's just a lot. I mean, again, it's not going to be March Madness, I'll tell you that. It'll be March and February and April. I, that, that tournament would take forever just to even go and, and conduct. There's even a potential, let's say, you know, everybody knows pandemic might not end, you know, December 31st, right? I mean, you got to take a realistic look at that where you, you got to say, Things still haven't gotten better for the last couple months. What what changes there? College basketball has been looking at a way to try to figure out to, to put themselves in a bubble. Now, they can still do conference games. They can still do non-conference games, and maybe they have to rework their schedule there. But I'd be interested in seeing what NCAA college basketball bubble-wise would be. It's worked so well in the NBA. Not a whole lot of, really, not, no positive tests in the NBA for about a month now which is encouraging. It's, it's something that you'd, you'd like to see, and that's definitely a model that other people can follow, but it's just very difficult when you're putting you know, college athletes in that situation. And if i got to imagine if you're going to do every single team, again, this is just the ACC trying to go out and having a report and figuring out whether or not uh, they're going to propose it to the NCAA. And it, it would benefit every team. Every team already gets paid, no matter if you make the NCAA tournament or not. You know, if you're a member of Division One, you're going to get that Division One revenue. So you might as well be there and perform in there, right? Maybe it might even bring in some more money, more games, more money. Some teams might not be worth looking at. But it at least gives people the opportunity to go out there and see if they want to do it. Gives that mold, gives that opportunity for teams where 
I, I think the Bobcats would have been a sleeper team. I've said it before. I think o Ohio would have been a nice team to watch uh, in the Mid-American Conference Tournament. I wanted to see them against Akron. I wanted to see what, ha what would happen in their third try in the first year under Coach Jeff Bowles. That would have been interesting to see. I, I would have loved to watch it and uh, see how far the Bobcats could have gone. I think they were playing their best basketball at the end of the year last year. And, of course, when it comes to the women's team, Central Michigan was knocked off. You had Ohio, who was a four seed, could have went all the way. But if you're talking about adding and having every single team in there in, in Division One, which is what the ACC reportedly wants to do, I, I think it'd be a lot of teams. I'm not opposed to it. You might water down the tournament, but eventually you get to where you need to go to. It's a lot of games, but if they want to play them, why not play them? I'm all right with that. There's, there's no sense in just, uh, if again, it's, it's weird times that we're living in. And you know what? I think every idea is, is worth going out there trying. The only thing would be, where do they play them? Do they have regional locations for a bubble? Do they have multiple regional locations? It's just something interesting that, that came across. And, of course, Trevor sent that to me from John uh, Rothenstein, who covers uh, CBS Sports, is an insider for the NCAA and CBS Sports. Um, it's an interesting idea that I'm not opposed to. I think that could give a lot of people an opportunity to go out there and perform. And I think, you know, when it comes down to other sports, maybe baseball, maybe softball, I don't know. That, that's a little bit too far in the future right now. Uh, of course, you know, me being a wrestling guy, I don't think it would be beneficial to have every Division One wrestler going out there because you're talking about it, it's already 350-plus uh, NCAA tournament where you're talking about the 10 weight classes from, you know, 125 all the way up to heavyweight. Uh, but I, I would not recommend, you know, every team and every Division One wrestler make the NCAA tournament because that would just be a, a, a waste of resources. I think that would be a waste waste of time there because you have the whole wrestling season to go out there and I don't even know if the wrestling season will happen because of COVID-19 and because of everything else uh, that that is happening uh, if they allow football I gotta imagine that they're going to allow wrestling but in the college landscape right now with the Mid-American Conference and the Big Ten I don't even think that you know the way things stand right now I don't think a contact sport like wrestling would be allowed I hope I'm wrong I hope things change in the next two months uh, but we were also sitting here and trying to figure that out you know, two months ago and hoping that things change and get better. But if we keep on doing the right thing, i, I got to imagine that you know, things will open back up again, and that would include contact sports in the college level for football, for wrestling, uh, even for soccer. I mean, soccer is kind of a contact sport. Everybody's close enough to each other. You're going for the ball. Either way, I, I like the idea by the ACC. I think that it could be a, a unique thing. I don't know if you do it every year. I think you try it. It was a, a selective group there that gets to go into March Madness and gets to go into that NCAA tournament in basketball. I say you try it. I don't know. If you got any strong feelings about it, if you think that they should have, you know, keep it the way it is or you know, maybe change it. Maybe you got a different, better idea. Phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. 740-592-6646, our number right here on the Sports Fan. 
but we'll take another short break right here on 970 WATH. On the other side, some Bengals news. They released their captains today, and I think that some people might be shocked. Some people might be, yeah, it might be anticipated news, but we'll talk about it. It's all coming up next, as this is the Sportsman on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Beer, 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 Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000-362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000. 614-362-2000. Live and local. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. And back inside right here, 970 and 97.1 FM WATH with Mills on the mic and taking it all the way up until 7 o'clock. After that, we got some music. We got some other things going for you as well, including the Cincinnati Reds pregame, which will start at 745. I tease it going into the break, but... The captains for the Cincinnati Bengals. From left to right on the graphic, you can also see it on our WXDQ Sports Group page. You can find that on Facebook, but uh, it's posted there. The 2020 captains, Von Bell, Giovanni Bernard, Josh Bynes, A.J. Green, Kevin Uber, and Sean Williams. Also on that list, Joe Burrow. As a rookie, he is already the captain of this franchise. And when you talk about a franchise that, you know, hasn't really made it to the postseason since 1990, it is a, uh, haven't really won a game since 1990 in the postseason. You got to look and and try to figure out, you know, what do you got to do? But they are obviously impressed with what Joe has done so far in this uh, preparation period before the season starts. He's earned the respect of his teammates. He's earned the respect of the coaching staff. And they have rewarded him with the captain status of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that, that that's a definitely a good sign. You know, it, it's one thing 
you know, to be the quarterback of the team, to be the leader of the team, and to try to steer it in the right direction. But it's another thing to be recognized by your teammates and by your, the, the coaching staff as a captain. That's something pretty special for Joe right there. You know, because already right off the bat, year number one, he's ready and he's, he's ready to go. Definitely impressive for him. Uh, definitely encouraging sign for the Bengals because that only solidifies what you know they, they went out and set out to do in that NFL draft this year. They wanted to draft the next franchise quarterback. They wanted to draft you know their future of the franchise, and that is what they hope will kick off and start on Sunday, uh, and they name him the captain here this year right in year one. Uh, but the rookie does get the captain's uh, gets that C on the jersey and gets that recognition. Uh, also, uh, the most career playoff wins in NBA uh, belongs to LeBron James, 162 career playoff wins. That is, again, the most in NBA history. He passes Derek Fisher with 161 wins. Third on that list now is Tim Duncan at 157. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's it's been a Interesting postseason for the NBA. I mentioned that they got their bubble situation there. The, the Lakers are leading in that series. Um, really on the brink, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are on the brink of, of losing and, and of being you know, kicked out of the postseason. They were the one seed in the East. Uh, but without Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, with, they're relying on their, uh, on their other guys, and they, they've been able to win a couple games there against Miami Heat. Uh, Heat just need to win one more. And they kick the Bucks out of the postseason, um, but you know it will be a uh, NBA still going on, NFL about to kick off, MLB still going. And we got a lot of sports here that uh, are. That's a good sign. You know, they've been able to successfully be up and running. MLB, of course, if you remember, were uh, worried a little bit about at the end there. What are they going to do if you know teams get coronavirus? They've had to postpone a lot of games, about 20-plus because of the virus. But it seems like they're cooking now. Every team is out there. They're going. And, of course, for the Reds, they got to figure out a way to get going. Uh, but we'll see if they can do that with, with Trevor Bauer on the mound today. Again, if you missed it earlier on in the program, we'll be doing a little bit of a, a fantasy football draft, not for cash, just for fun. Uh, but if you're interested in joining the league, uh, you can reach out to me either on Facebook, I'm in that group page, or you can reach out over uh, email, Connor M C O N N O R M at WXTQ.com. I'll be setting that up right after the sports fan today. Uh, we'll get that league going. I think we'll set a draft before game time tomorrow, but I think it could be fun, a uh, little activity, fun thing to, to get going and get our minds off of everything right now and uh, something that we can yeah, have a little, little bit of fun with. Right here over the air. We could call in. We could talk about it. We could see who's winning, who's losing. Uh, yeah, bust some balls a little bit. And that's uh, uh, get, getting back to some kind of uh, normalcy sense in the, in the football world as well. But, again, Joe Burrow, the captain of the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, they will have their game, of course, 4 o'clock on Sunday against the San Diego Chargers. And that would be rather the L.A. Chargers now. Uh, they switched to L.A. But either way, you know, that is a, a game that I think is winnable for the Bengals. It should be a, a good game for Joe to get started. Four or five will be kickoff. But, uh, yeah, this Sunday, and you can hear it right here on the station, 
Los Angeles Chargers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, if we take a look at the preview, it'll just be, you know, what does this defense do and how does it step up for Cincinnati this year? You know, what do they do? Um, trying to keep them in, in, in these games. So it, it is a, a different kind of season this year. Of course, nobody was able to really prepare for it as well as they have in the past. Uh, but I saw an interview that Joe did earlier today, and it seems that you know he, he thanked his coaching staff. He thanked you know everybody who prepared him for this moment to get him ready for the NFL season. That's good. Yeah, he feels like he came in prepared. He feels like that he is ready for this 2020 season, and he gets to make his home debut at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, but if you're, again, listening into the game, we will, of course, have the Reds uh, coming tonight. And the Reds do have a game scheduled uh, at 2.15. But I got to imagine, and we will have that Bengals game up and running, uh, whether we go from Reds to Bengals or whether we just go Bengals all entirely. Uh, we, we'll keep you up to date on that scheduling uh, conflict there. But Bengals will go without a hitch coming up on this Sunday. Of course, on the radio network, you can listen to broadcaster Dan Horde and Dave Lampham uh, and should be a, a good broadcast crew should be a good game to listen to again I believe it's it's a winnable game I think you know with Tyroid Taylor Taylor's not a bad quarterback uh, but he's been a backup for a reason and for Taylor to try to change around this you know Chargers team he's not the quarterback of the future for them he's been bouncing around back and forth had a nice year with Buffalo a couple years ago Went to the Browns, got unsurped after an injury by Baker Mayfield, and then has found his way over to Los Angeles. And he's got another young quarterback right behind him, and Justin Herbert. So I don't anticipate that Tyroid Taylor will be in that position for much longer. I think that he will be uh, you know, a nice quarterback for maybe a couple games, kind of show Herbert the ropes. And then they'll set Herbert free. That's what I think will happen. I think Herbert will take over this team by the end of the year. But, of course, Joe is the only rookie quarterback starting in week number one. Tua Tagovailoa, not starting. Now you got the quarterback, Love, up in Green Bay. He's not starting. Now, of course, you're not going to just go in there and try to take Aaron Rodgers' team. That's not going to happen. But you got... You know, Herbert over in, in uh, the Chargers. You got Love over up in Green Bay. You got Tua down in Miami. They're all not starting. You know, the only rookie quarterback, again, will be Joe this year. And we'll see if any other quarterbacks make their way into the starting lineup. But week number one, it's all Joe. And we get to watch him play at an NFL level on Sunday. That'll be a 405 kickoff and of course you'll hear the pregame before that and you'll hear the entirety of the game right here on 970 WATH. We'll take another short break. Our final break of the program. We'll wrap it up and of course our phone lines are still open at 740-592-6646. Give us a call. Got anything on your minds. It's a sports fan presented by Jane K Contracting on 970 97.1 FM WATH. <laughs> 
we espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Integrated will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. Mary's Dog House has been serving up delicious hot dogs, milkshakes, and more since 1972. Everything is made from scratch using the finest ingredients, and the friendly staff loves getting to know the customers. Come enjoy their 99-cent dessert special every weekend, and don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Go to Larry'sDogHouse.com for their full menu, follow them on Facebook, or better yet, stop in for some great food. Larry's Dog House, 410 West Union Street, Athens. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, oh, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. Breast cancer is not canceled. The Susan G. Coleman Columbus Virtual Southeast Ohio More Than Pink Walk is your opportunity to walk where you are and fundraise on behalf of those affected by breast cancer. People facing breast cancer need us now more than ever. Don't miss a virtual More Than Pink Walk on Saturday, September 19th. Every step we take helps women and men facing breast cancer today and brings us closer to a world without breast cancer. Register for free today. Visit ColemanColumbus.org. Concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's 97's, 970 AM, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills the mic, we got you up until 7, and then CBS News at the top of the hour before the Cincinnati Reds pregame at 745. One of the things that I saw right now, it was a, a quote that was out there by Paul Denner Jr., uh, one of the reporters out there covering the Cincinnati Bengals for The Athletic. He's got a quote from Burrow that says, quote, I'm not here to go 500 and squeak into the playoffs. I'm here to win games and win championships. And that's exactly the mindset that you need to have, right? I mean, nobody ever thought that you were going to have the mindset of no quarterback, no anybody is going to go out there and say, uh, I am here to go below 500 and maybe make the playoff. I mean, nobody's going to make a statement like that. 
but, I mean, it's it's the right mindset to take into this season. It's the right mindset to have coming out as the number one draft pick. Uh, and, and that's like the – it is the team mentality that you need to take into every single game, no matter who you're playing, no matter what team you're on. Uh, but it's it's a good good sign. It appeals to the Bengals fan base, and it says, "Look, I am here to win. I am here to win games and win championships." And I don't know if you can ask anything more. Yes, will it be hard to do that? Absolutely. Now, this, again, this Bengals team went two and fourteen last year. You change the quarterback. You're trying to revamp the offense, and you're trying to fix a, a horrid defense that got you nothing last year. But now you got to go out there and, and, and fix it. Bengals spent a lot of money in the offseason. They've given a lot of money to their future franchise, future quarterback of the franchise. They spent a lot of money trying to fix this defense. They put together an offense that can go out and score points. That's important. But now it's just how do they react? How does Coach Taylor, Coach Zach Taylor, adjust in year number two? He's got his quarterback that he drafted. He's got his team now that he can kind of say that he had a, a say who made what. It's year number two for Taylor. And, you know, for coaches, if you go 2-14, and 14, you know, that, that's not a, a great sign in year number one. But they can still go out. They can try to go out and figure out what they did wrong and try to fix it here in year number two. And if it does not get fixed, if – you know, the problem still persists from last year to this year, then I don't think you see Taylor that long. I think that he can command this offense. I think that there will be a good shot uh, that Taylor stays long, but it all depends on how this team reacts and how they adapt. I'm saying if they go five wins, six wins this year, that's about the mark that they should hit. If they go over, great. If they go under, you got to be concerned. For all of us here in Southeast Ohio, just got to sit back, relax, and enjoy on Sundays. Maybe even when there's some fans allowed. There's supposed to be 6,000 fans allowed now at Paul Brown Stadium and up in Cleveland uh, for the Browns games. 6,000 fans would be the maximum. If you're lucky enough to get some tickets, uh, call me up. I like to try to, to take a ride out there and enjoy a game. But for most of us, we'll be just sitting back, relaxing, and watching it on TV. And that, that is the mindset that we got to take because it's fortunate that we get to watch somebody play at a high level and it's from this area. You can have all the expectations you want. You can set them high, you can set them low. Uh, but it is still an exciting time for everyone here uh, to see him play on a Sunday. He's played well on Fridays. He's played well on Saturdays. And now we get to see him play not only on Sundays, but Thursdays, potentially, there's one Thursday game and there's one Monday night game for the Bengals. Uh, but we wish him the best of luck as he goes on. And, uh, again, he's, he's named the captain of this team, which is no small feat to be the captain of an NFL franchise. But now all we got to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the games. Now let's let the coaches coach, let the players play, and, and uh, enjoy what, what, what we will see. But if you got anything else for us, 740-592-6646, 740-592-6646. Call into the sports fan. Be a part of the show. Uh, of course, I'll try to set up that draft. Anybody shows interest, you can email me or 
reach out to the station and Connor M, C-O-N-N-O-R-M at WXTQ.com. Interested in joining the uh, the fun ESPN NFL draft. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on here at the station. We'll talk about it on the sports fan and have some fun with it as the year goes along. But, you know, we got Reds coming for you tonight. We've got uh, Indians, the uh, Cleveland Indians, lost last night to the Kansas City Royals. Michael Franco drove in the go-ahead run with a sacrifice fly in the eighth inning, had an RBI single in the ninth as Kansas City beat the Indians 8-6 to to snap a seven-game losing streak. Whit Merrifield hit a three-run home run, and Cam Gallagher had an RBI double for Kansas City, which had been outscored 51-18 to and only held the lead after one inning in losing its first seven games in September. Adalberto Mondesi led off the eighth with a single off of Adam Chimber and scored on Franco's fly to center to put the Royals up 6-5. to five. Carlos Santana, Sandy Leone, and Francisco Lindor all homered for Cleveland. Indians still have a good ball team. They still have, uh, you know, Francisco Lindor, and you hope that the Indians do re-sign Francisco Lindor. It's a top priority, I would say, in the offseason. you got to find the money to pay him. You know, stars short stops, who can field, who can hit, or a dime a dozen right now. And if you, you got one, you, you got to find a way to pay him, lock him up for the long term. I think the Indians would benefit from it. I think you know, Lindor could benefit from it. It's a team that's been in the postseason for a while now. It's a team that has success. Uh, but you just got to go out there and find a way to, to pay your star player. Somebody who's given a lot to the franchise and somebody who you know, hope, would hope to still be here at the end. But you got to find a way to pay Lindor. He's been doing a good job. Indians have been doing a good job overall. You take a look at the standings in the MLB right now, and they're right in the thick of things. Because you take a look at the postseason, or you take a look as we try to figure out, you know, in the 60-game season, who's going where. You got the Indians are the third seed right now in the Central. They're the one seed in the AL Central. You got the Rays who are coming out of the East. The Rays have really... Uh, been a good ball club this year. You got the A's, who've always been Moneyball. You got Moneyball in second place with Oakland. You got Cleveland in third, 26 and 16. White Sox uh, are in fourth. They're right behind Cleveland at 26 and 16. They're tied. Uh, then you got the Blue Jays. And then you got the Yankees with the wild card out of, coming out of the East. Uh, but the Blue Jays are a nice surprise. The Astros, they're hanging around 500, which. Yeah, you didn't know how that club was going to react after all the allegations and all the, the cheating scandal that Houston went through in the offseason. Then you got the Yankees. The Yankees should be much better than they are right now. They're 21 and 21. You got the Twins, who hold that first wild card spot at 27 and 18. Uh, the Twins right now and Cleveland and uh, Twins 27 and 18. They're, uh, they're doing a job. We'll see what, what they do after tonight's. I think some of those standings will shift. But after that, then you got the Orioles. I mean, who thought that Baltimore was going to be in a, a playoff run this late? They're not too far behind the Yankees at 20 and 21. And one game under 500, there's a chance that they could go out there and win. The Tigers, who were not a good team last year, I think they were Major League Baseball's worst. They're up there at 19 and 21. You take a look at the National League. They got the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are by far the best team in baseball. There's only going to be a few ball clubs who can really contend with them. 
Uh, I think it's going to be their World Series title. Go out there and win this year. They got the Cubs, the Braves, the Padres. Padres are looking pretty good right now. They made a nice, uh, you know, signing with uh, trying to get uh, the shortstop Mar- uh, Machado, Manny Machado. Uh, then you got the Phillies, who are second, Cardinals, Marlins, Giants. Marlins are a surprise. Marlins are under, or they're they're right above one game over 500. Nobody thought the Marlins were going to do well, especially starting their season this year with what they had. Because Miami, I mean, they didn't even have a, a, a season the first two weeks. But they got back up and going. They uh, they got the coronavirus stuff under control, and Don Mattingly has that team winning games. There's nothing more you can ask from them there. Uh, and then you got the Rockies, who are hot. They've fallen off. You got the Brewers, uh, who are still struggling, and the Mets and Reds uh, at 19-24 and 24 and 18-24. and 24. Those are where the, uh, the National League standings are at right now. And with the Pirates and the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks a little bit of a surprise as the worst team in baseball. Um, they are 15 and 28. The Pirates are uh, right right near there at 14 and 26, with a, a winning percentage of 350. Uh, technically, the worst team in baseball would be the Red Sox and the Rangers at 14 and 27 and 15 and 29, winning percentage of 341. That's a little bit disappointing to see out of the American League. Pirates and Diamondbacks, uh, again, at the basement there. But it's baseball. Season by season, you don't know what could happen. It's been the Sportsman right here on 970 WATH. You got CBS News coming your way next at the top of the hour. CBS News World Roundup. And then, of course, later on today, 745 Cincinnati Reds pregame. Trevor Bauer takes a mound against you, Darvish. That's a good game. Sure, if you have the opportunity to listen in to that game right here on the 97s of WATH. And for everyone here, I'm Connor Mills signing off. It's been the Sports Fan. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM.